please subscribe and don't forget to press the bell icon to get notified whenever we upload a new video. Here it's going to be 10 years to Slumdog Millionaire, um, for which of course you won two Oscars and what a great moment that was for us. Um, the Oscars are widely considered as the highest achievement, the highest honour in film. Did it change your life in any way? Your life, lot, your career? A lot. Um, it forced me to uh, push myself higher. Like I meant, like not just a composer, but as a producer, uh, as a probably a, a writer to give platforms to you know, musical kind of ideas mm. and know about many things about cameras and this and that because you, once you're at the top of the line, Correct. you need to understand if somebody ditches and goes, you know what to do, otherwise you'll be like, oh, I'm here. Right. So that happened in the process on 10 years of you know, building my own studio, YM, we have a shooting sound stage and we have a post-production facility and all that stuff, so we have support system. And uh, yeah, so we're having fun. And going back to you know Tamil Nadu doing stuff, so you have a hardcore fans happy that oh he's our person kind of thing. So it was very important for you to continue working in your country even after the Oscar, wasn't it? Because very often one sees that that becomes the launching pad for an international career. Of course, you have worked on international projects since and even before actually. Um, but it was very important for you to to remain rooted. Yeah, I think music, art, all these things doesn't matter where you do. Because in the future, it'll be the quality of work which you know, dictates, not where you did it. Right. It could be uh, you know, Tamil film or Telugu film or Hindi film. It doesn't matter for me. And that's what I believe. I don't believe that you know, doing something in Hollywood is too big and sure. doing a Tamil song is small. Or mm. No way. For me, a song is a song. If there's magic in it, it'll carry weight. And uh, so I wanted to be involved in more non-Indian kind of projects in Hollywood. And I did a few. Right. I learned a lot how the big studios work mm. and how musicals work, how they do workshops and how they make it a success. Yeah. So it's all the process. I think, in a way, I think people have tried here but failed because they eliminate one step. Step or you know, there are lots of checks and balances there. Right. And that was good to learn. And not just the art, but how to present it, how right. to make it the biggest, how to be you know, foolproof. It's also roughly 20 years since Dilse, uh, which is easily one of your um, most popular and one of your finest albums. In fact, it's one of those albums where it's hard to pick one favorite song because every song is just so incredible. Whether it's Chaya Chaya, whether it's Satrangi Re, whether it's Jia Jale, or the title song, which is my personal favorite. What are your memories of making that album? My memory is uh, I just finished uh, doing my album, Vande Matram, and then uh, money came to me and said, I'm doing a movie. And I said, what's the story? No, there's no story. I won't tell you all that. Just make five songs for me. And one of the songs is about seven stages of love. I said, wow, that's fascinating. And so I did Satarangi, right. and all the stuff. And then, as usual, I think uh, there was a marriage song, and then he was supposed to do Punjabi. And I said, uh, can, we, can it be Malayalam? Because you know, Malayalam has this percussive thing. Yeah, fine, I'll change the family to Malayalam family. <laughs> So that is the vibe which, um, you know, the intimacy of art, you know, like two people working together right. and being understanding and trusting each other, I think that creates great work. Trust is the word, magic word. 
Is it fair to say that Chaya Chaya is the one that really became the anthem? It's the one that, in a sense, put you on a map. I, you know, I remember my, I'll tell you what my memory of Chaya Chaya is. Not so much the song in the film, but I remember coming a few years later to opening night of Bombay Dreams in London. And I remember uh, being in that hall and watching that English audience, a lot of whom were English um, people, just going crazy, just watching the energy of that song. Because also it was, it was choreographed beautifully with the, with the moving platforms and the train. But that yeah, a lot song. A lot of magic. I think my... Um Association with Sukhwinder Singh, finding because I was such a crazy fan of Nusrat Sahib, Punjabi lyrics and the way he was singing Sindhi Punjabi, right. and me coming from a Tamil Nadu, you know, like for the first time got fascinated by sound of a language, and I called my friend Bridge Bhushan. I said, I need a Punjabi lyricist, so comes Sukhwinder, right. and he's a singer also. Yeah. Then I used him for Takshak, and then we were vibing. I said, like, do you know any most of his songs? So he said, I, I know Baba Bolesha's, this, you know. Yeah. Line and we started jamming and then I thought I'll do it, use it for um, it was called Thayya Thayya first. Mm. Thought I'll use it for Vande Matram album. Then I said no no they've got enough good songs already. Right. So it was lying low. Then Mani came and said I need a song. That I have a song but we should not use it and I played it to him and he said this seems to be correct. Then Gulzar Sahib came with Chaya Chaya so Thayya Thayya. So a combination of these things together, Sukhinder's voice and the, and the lyrics and something magic and then the way he picturized of course. Yeah, yeah. The whole world is now adoring the way his Shahrukh has danced and Malika. Do you have the patience for another musical? The, the, the way you did for Andrew Lloyd Webber? I mean, um, um, the time and the really the investment of everything that's required? Yes, maybe. Maybe I think uh, after, you know, it's very exhausting. Yeah. Doing a musical is not just doing songs. You have to rewrite constantly. Correct. To fit uh, how the story moves and whether it works. and So it's constant tweaking. Musical theatre is not like movies, where yeah. you just do a song and then you're and done, it's done with it. done, right, right. There's probably rewrites, probably 15, 16 times rewrites. You pretty much moved to London for that whole year yeah. or so, didn't no, you? For me also, it's fascinated being an introvert and going to stage and teaching all these people. I was right. like afraid of this. <laughs> the most latest um, work, of course, is the two songs in Sanju, uh, Ruby Ruby and Mujhe Chand. Um, they both have a beautiful sort of 80s vibe. It's a nice throwback to the 80s. Um, was that what drew you to it? Uh, the, the reason I did that was because uh, Mr. Vidura Chopra, whenever you see me, I said, we had to work together. We had to work together. And, like, and in very odd times, you know, like on top of a London flight, and then in front of Tim Cook in Shah Rukh's house, in, and in Virat Kohli's wedding. So all this stuff, and then he suddenly called up. Before we fade away, we should work together. <laughs> and uh, so I was on, he was on speakerphone, and I said, "Yeah, I'm coming. Let's see what happened. There's so much of love." And so I went there, and and they said, "These are the things." I said, "Usually I never do that, but I'm at a place where I'm a producer. I'm, I've got a film company. I'm written a script, and I don't have to be insecure about anything." Right. I said, "Fine, let's do it." But you're doing just two songs in and an album. And also, I'm a learner, so I was also fascinated by Rajuji and you know yeah. both of them working together, making this blockbuster masterpieces. And I said, "I have to see how these guys work." Right. And more about the fascination of how they work, how they do their movies, and just as a fan. You know, the big new project, of course, is the Amazon series um, Harmony that you're that you're doing. Um, it's a really unique, from what one hears, it's a really unique series where you're tracking um, and, and you're really traveling across India searching for the origin of specific sounds um, with the idea being to salvage um, instruments that may be dying or, or musicians whose skills may be vanishing. Um, what was your experience traveling all over India? Um, 
did you discover that you did you did you learn more than you already knew? You only see an artist at a surface level. You see a vena player or you see a folk artist. Ah, okay, that's like you know what comes on you know Durdashan about northeast or you know about an ancient instrument. But then I was thinking, what can we do today with this? And so I was very fascinated by the idea how Kavitalia's iconic company, started mm. by Balchan sir, is investing on something like this and Amazon. And there's no, <clears throat> and the good thing about this prime time series is there's viewership and people can watch it anytime. Mm. There's great quality, there's 5.1 and 4K quality. And so I was fascinated by how people can watch. Like, um, so how do we take these instruments and bring it to today's context right. was my thing. And bef I didn't have a clue. So I met them, I was just talking to them. I'm not very good at talking, so you know that. So each time I would have one of my instruments and we would be jamming. And uh, then I found a way, like what if we give them a context uh, what people have never heard before? Mm. No, a little bit, so, oh, it can be used like this. And it can, it can sound like this. And a very small way. You know, it's interesting and it's so poetic that it should be someone like you who's involved with this kind of project because when you sort of burst onto the scene in the 90s, you were, you know, seen as this modern musician. Mm. You're someone who brought um, these new sounds, the electronic economy. sounds. <laughs> exactly. Um, is this your way of sort of giving back then? I was always fascinated with the players and instruments. Not that, because I had the power, I would learned it much before than everybody. Mm. I started in 84, learning about MIDI and music computing and all this stuff. So for me, it was to bring and find to control the technology to serve us, not vice versa. Right. And uh, what can we do, like which Hans Zimmer also does. You know, right. he, he takes modern, I mean, ancient instruments and delivers in a modern way. And also because we, we, I do varied kind of works, which is songwriting and, uh, and background scores and shows and everything. So the inspiration is, you need constant inspiration. You need to reinvent, you need to for, it's not about other people. First, we have to feel good when we're performing or composing. Right. Right. And so all these discoveries help me a lot. I mean, great deal. You know, these musicians whose, whose skills and whose music is perhaps um, runs the fear of, of vanishing, what was the experience meeting them? And was there a sense of, um, of, of great regret uh, you know, for them that, that, that what they do and that these beautiful cultural instruments are, um, there is no space for them? I love the conviction that they're sticking on to the tradition that's their identity. And uh, whether it's uh, Bahauddin Dagar, where he talks a lot about his father, and something he told me was great, because I try to follow the same thing. He said, I'm not, his father told him, like, you're not in a competition. Mm. You don't need to you know, expose yourself. You do it for the art. You just, you just play so that it remains as is. And I loved that because not today is a record. Let me put a YouTube video. Let me expose this. Right. Let me go. Let me tag these people. And all this happens, and suddenly one person is just like in the outskirts of Mumbai doing his thing. That is very poetic. And uh, I felt that is uh, probably a character of true art. Mm. And sometimes, you know, we all feel like something's internal. It's not, doesn't want to get exposed. Right. Let it be private. Sure. <laughs> like sure. I do a lot of songs on like, you know, spiritual songs with mm. my spiritual teacher, which nobody's heard. It's just there. Was it interesting jamming with them? Was, you know, them on their instruments? Well, uh, my... Was it unique? My classical knowledge is different from other people. Um, 
I didn't learn strict classical rules, mm. but I the aura of classical music always intrigued me. Mm. So I'll, I'll always uh, feel jealous of somebody else, like Mandolin Srinivas, you know, the way you would play, you know, on mandolin. Yeah. I used to feel like I can't do that on the keyboard, and and then comes an instrument called the continuum, and which says that you can. Right. Now. <laughs> and so I was trying to jam with him on the continuum with the patch. Right. And we were jamming on Charukesi, and Charukesi is a very sad rock. And, but very intriguing, makes you, you know, go into this melancholic mode. And so things which you can't do in movies, yeah. I've explored and I had a ball. Do you feel richer from the experience yourself? I feel really, really good that, you know, there's a whole team to take care of everything which I would worry about. Yeah. And so I can do my part. And that is the most secure thing. I think the trust and security is very, very important that it's going to be good and we're going to make it with pride, not just like another content is a bad word for me. Right. For me, this is with, uh, a product of love. Mm. And, and then I think people will definitely resonate with it. You know, it's interesting because it's, an, it's going to be an Amazon original series and, and the landscape has changed so much um, in the last few years. You've been ahead of the curve actually. Um, you know, how, how do you view the, the, the current landscape? You know, films and television is one thing, but really it seems like the future is streaming. Yes, and uh, in, a, in a way, there is no knife on your neck or a gun on your head saying that, oh, this is box office, this. Right. So people are intrigued by knowledge comes in a very different way and entertainment comes in a very different way. Mm. It doesn't have to be story, story, story and formulaic anymore. This is for the B and C, this is for the front benches, the back benches, nothing. As long as it's rich and it's giving back something, and yeah, you kind of influence people with the beauty of it. when your music, some of your best Indian tunes are used in Hollywood films, you know, in Deadpool 2, there was Yuhi Challa Challa recently. Uh, Lion had, of course, Urvashi Urvashi. Um, Inside Man had Chaya Chaya, and there have been many in between. It really um, points to the fact that the world is a lot more connected today. That music sort of bridges gaps and, you know, the culture and, and, and language. Those, those kind of gaps are being um, bridged. Do you, do you believe that? And yeah. Um, I think more should happen. Mm. Just, uh, the convenience, because the whole capital of entertainment is, in a way, Hollywood. Right. They have the distribution network. They have the power to influence. So they have a greater responsibility. Mm. And the more they do all these, I think the better for humanity. Ultimately, I think we had to push humans into the next, not bring, bring self-destruction, which is happening now. Right. And so responsible people have to educate people. What's happening with the films that you're producing? Um, 99 Songs is, is now ready, close to so inching towards... So 99 after six years, right. it's ready. And uh, we're doing the final cut, and we're just crunching it a bit more. I want it to be really precise. Well, why, why did it take so long? Because it's a... You watch it. And okay. I should not say much about okay. it. I feel like we are moving into a good direction where we could give something back to the Because young. I remember talking to you about it over the years now, no? Yes, because it's not about just one movie. It's sure. setting up a whole foundation of our YM, right. learning many things and not going wrong in the first thing. We'll try our best. People yeah. may throw it out of face, but sure. we'll try our best. And uh, so the next one is called Le Mask, which is which got sent, which is 3D, stereoscopic, virtual reality. And so that's also getting ready. This post-production is taking quite a lot of time. Virtual reality, wow. Yeah, so it'll be an installation in, in key places, probably Los Angeles and you know, London and India. 
doesn't yeah. you have the facilities? I mean, is, is yeah, so it's not like a, you can't release it in the theater. You have Correct. to have specific venues. And luckily for us, the HMDs are much better, like four times the quality now, more than what it was. Right. So now the same movie looks probably twice, thrice better. And it's an advantage. So It sounds fascinating. I mean, have you have you been enjoying this whole? Are you, are you closely involved? Un unbelievable. Yeah. Because I've been watching, the, I probably watched the trailer alone, which okay. is four minute prelude. 400 times and still don't get bored. Wow. And not many times you can... So is it is it narrative? Is it... Um... So it's a narrative, but written for virtual reality, 360. Okay. And so because there are other senses in it, mm. there's also a robotic chair which gives you a biological, you know, like a therapeutic... Nice. Yeah. So all these things together creates a great impact. And we got Nora Arnazidar, who's a French actress. And mm. It's a musical. We're going to release a music video soon. Oh, wow. Yeah. When, when does this? When is this likely? To, I mean, these kind of projects, of course, take their time because of um, the work involved. But how soon do you see this happening? Uh, maybe another five months. We'll have everything stretched. Okay. <laughs> okay. The other big one here, of course, is um, 2.0, right? That, yeah. That's uh, now the funny thing is that one you'll actually you'll actually release the music uh, <laughs> and then the film. Is, so this is the one time that it's not ARMR's music that's held up a film's release. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> That's a constant. No, I, I, I mean it in the best way because you you take your time on on um, you yeah. know on giving the best music in the end. Um, but ha what can one expect? I mean, whenever it comes, I personally also because the expectations are so high with anything that Shankar and you do together. Yeah, I think what's good about Shankar is this pro this product is the, he's the right person. Anybody who's sort of broken by now, you know, he's just like a. Sure. Like a, He's just held on. Like yeah. Iron Man held yeah. on to that and said, no, I want compromise. I mm -hmm. want this quality. It's on 3D. And I just watched one song, how he did, no CG on it. Right. And mind blowing. Oh, wow. And I said, this guy, only this guy can do this. And there's a whole climax scene, which is incredible. And for an Indian to think like that, I feel like we're really blessed to have somebody like that. And of course, we have Superstar and we have Akshay Ji. Yeah. Which is really, really fascinating. Finally, Ar, where is your curiosity taking you next? Um, what excites you um, when you wake up every morning? What is the new challenge that you look forward to? Are there, are there still filmmakers that one wants to work with? Are there formats that one wants to do? What's the mood like? The mood is like to do more parenting. <laughs> sure. <laughs> Shape up my kids. Take them uh, to courses abroad. Right. And I think I've, um, it's the right time too. I don't want to miss the bus. Yeah. They're complaining my father never did anything to me. So I'll go back to that because my movies are complete a bit sure. and post pressure is happening I can do that yeah. and thank you so much thank you thank you looking forward thank you so much yeah.